What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Instant Offense Podcast. Week 10 is in the books, so it's that time. Let's go over what we saw. Week 10 is almost in the books. Yeah, Monday night game tonight. We got one game left. Yeah, so a boring one at that. Yeah, I was going to say, one more game it's probably left. forgettable either way. But. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so uh, we have a whole bullet-pointed list of uh, Google Docs that we like to go over, but uh, I'm going to start by saying David Montgomery is totally dead to me. Yep. Just skipping over this whole list and everything that we've prepped. He was already dead recent. to you, but now no, he's like so it. buried. This is it. Like, I wish I could just sit down with him for one second and ask him, like, how can you be this bad? <laughs> you live with what yourself. Happened? <laughs> what happened for you to be this bad? I, I, don't, I don't understand. You know what's the saddest part? Yeah. You gotta start him next week if Herbert's out. <laughs> That's true, and I've got it's Jeff laughable. Wilson on bye, so like I need a back in there. Oh and it's the Falcons. It's a good, it's a decent matchup. So me and Sonny uh, jointly sat on a couch and watched uh, Kadarius Tony put up twenty plus points in some leagues, some leagues nineteen ish, as David Montgomery put up a solid <laughs> five. Plotting forward for spots. what, like thirty nine yards? Yep. Yep. God. Uh, ever so slowly. I think he had the same carries or just more carries than Khalil Herbert. I think he had one less. Yeah. I'm done. That's it. All right. <laughs> so now scrapping him, and we're going to try to never speak of him again. Uh, let's go right into the best game of the season so far, would you say? I think by far the best game of the season. Jefferson. Oh, Jefferson. Jefferson's catch, one of the best catches yeah, you've ever seen. that was insane. That was like, they always compare catches to Odell's, but that was really up there. So you'd say better than Odell's catch? I don't know. Like the nostalgia makes me want to say no, but I think part of it was like reality. when it happened, how it happened, what it meant. Yeah, like Jefferson huge. was having a great game regardless. It was just this twenty-yard grab, right? Where Odell's was like this deep bomb for a TD on Sunday night. Everybody saw it. You yeah. couldn't miss it even if you wanted to. That was a Cowboys to. too. Oh yeah, divisional game. I'm pretty sure it was in. I want to say it was in New York though. I think it was yeah. in New York. I think this is a more difficult catch. I really have no idea how the hell he came down with that ball. You like, feel like the other you defender, feel like anyone's upset with the defensive back for not just spiking the crap out of it, just freaking punching that thing down instead of trying to grab it. If I don't, he doesn't intercept it, if he deflects it, yeah, game's over. But he goes for the interception and That's JJ fair. rips it out of his hands. But like, at the is same it the time, old Hill Mary rule where they say punch it down, don't try to catch it? Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, yeah, hindsight at the time, yeah. you're thinking, like, this guy's got no shot. I'm going 100%. up with two hands. Oh, 100%. The weird part is he had his hand under the ball coming down, and somehow Jefferson still ripped it out. Like, that's insane. He's insane. He is a different beast. He is. I think he he's the best in the league, there for sure. Is. That's what I was waiting for. I think so. I don't know who you could easily put above him, to be dead honest. I think my top three got to be Jefferson, D-Hop. I think Chase went healthy. Really? I got to put him up there, top three. That's tough. Yeah, Tyreek's having a you know record-breaking season. I, was say so. he's, <laughs> I feel like him and Jefferson are the top two. Uh, yeah. And then D-Hop is my third. And I know you don't have the same love for D-Hop that I do. but No, I think he's technically talent-wise and like fundamental-wise, he's for sure top three. So speaking of amazing receivers, C.D. Lamb. Oh, yeah. He had a huge yeah, game. He's Finally. had the game that everyone's been waiting for CD Lamb to have. Like Finally. the number one guy getting a bunch of balls and doing what he's supposed to do. Yep. There was even that, I think it was like a second and seven or something like that when I was watching. And Dak Prescott just like shoves it into Noah Brown's hands from like seven yards out. And Noah Brown just drops it. Just goes through nah, his hands. I mean, hits Noah him in the Brown. chest. Every time I see him, it kind of confuses me. I think it's Lamb oh for God, a second. Yeah, it's the number. It's 100% the number. <laughs> yeah, the dreads don't help, but it's the number. Bro. The 88 versus 85 gets me every time. There's times where they bomb it, and I'm like, oh, man, at least they targeted CD. I feel a little better, and I just see right. the 85 jogging back to the line. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like This guy should be like number 15 <laughs> or some crap. Like Get get this out of here. 
But no, we'll get into that game too. But back to that Vikings Bills game. So yeah, I def I definitely say best game we've seen so far this season. It was just a lot of offense. Justin Jefferson, like we said, ten catches, one hundred ninety three yards and yep. a touchdown. Dalvin Cook, uh, fourteen for one nineteen a touchdown, and maybe one of the worst drops I've seen in my life. Going, I don't into, think I saw the drop. Oh my god, did you miss that? It was like the fourth I, quarter. I don't. It was right drop. before uh, Minnesota totally screws the fourth down play. Or it okay. might have been that might have been the fourth down play. I, I feel like there was a penalty. There was some sort of penalty. I think it was offsides on the defense on the Dalvin Cook drop. Uh, Dalvin Cook runs outside, almost like a slant from the running back perspective, and he Kirk Cousins bombs it right at his chest. Cook catches it just as he turns his head. He like releases the ball, like uh, it bobbles it, and he just smacks it up in the sky and falls over. And he was too away. focused on the yeah, run after. I guess so. Yep. So there was that horrible drop, but it ended up not mattering. I mean, Allen and Cousins both had a you know good games. Allen's been making a lot of mistakes. He had two picks in this one, especially at the end of the game. It was a very ill-advised, kind of strange pick for him to throw at How Pat about the Pete. fumble? What the hell was that? Allen's fumble? Yeah. The transition for the for the touchdown for the Vikings. It gave him the oh, lead. you mean like in his yeah, own end zone? Yeah, in okay. the fourth yeah. how, the, how does that happen? Uh, I honestly, initially, when I first saw it, I was like, okay, Josh Allen wasn't in. Case Keenum came, screwed up the transition. And part of me was like, all right, they're worried about the UCL. And I'm sitting there like, hey, it was a QB sneak. What what the heck could have happened? Yeah. But then at the same time when they showed the replay, they just showed Josh Allen kind of like wiggling under there, and the ball was just loose. Like I I, I don't know. I can't That's believe that happened. That's an inexcusable play. I don't care who who's involved. You, you close that game out and win. So post that game, I feel like anyone at this point would say the AFC goes through the Chiefs, right? Yeah, realistically. The thing about it is I feel like the Bills aren't ready to be, I guess, uh, the Bills are used to being the hunter. They were hunting the Chiefs. They were like the second team fighting to be the team. Yeah. And I think when they finally went to Kansas City, beat the Chiefs, and they were the Bills. It was the Bills as number one and everyone else behind them. Kansas City lost Tyreek Hill. That defense hasn't been great. O-line's been all right. Bills were the team. And ever since then, all the Bills have done is shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah, it's been mistakes and injuries. They've had a lot of injuries And then this defense, defense that they supposedly shirt up, just not even remotely. A lot of guys have up. gone down. Though. That doesn't They've, help, yes. A lot have gone down, and it's showing. Agree there. But, I mean, I feel like the league really wants the Bills. We saw two super dumb no calls. At the end of the game, 17 seconds left to get into field goal range. Gabe Davis on fourth down. Not a catch. I'm still 50-50 on that one. I'm sorry, not on fourth down, in the fourth. Yeah, it was in the fourth uh, quarter. I don't know if there was inconclusive evidence of it not being a catch. I don't think it was a catch fine. either. But it's I just don't think the camera angle. Is, yeah, 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 it's I'm like you can go, I think it's probably not a catch. I If I had to, like, if I was Gabe Davis and I knew, I would. I, I think he, in the back of his mind, knows he, it wasn't a catch. Yeah, I got that But I think feeling. the way his arm was sitting over, I don't think that there was enough to actually overturn it. But I think we saw the nose of the ball hit the ground and the ball moved right. just a hair as he's kind of like shifting into position. So I think that was enough to say that it wasn't a catch. But I think if the review came, it would have still been a catch. I don't think there was enough to inconclusively say, yo, that wasn't a catch. Let's let's give this back to the not back to the follow that up back. in overtime. Five minutes left. Bills on defense. Twelve men on the field yeah. in overtime gets missed. So that one so I totally it ends missed. up being first and goal. Uh, for Justin Jefferson, and then after that, twelve men on the field, they get a stop. It goes to a sack, goes to an incompletion, and then the Vikings have to settle for a field goal. Yep. So it's just like, yep. really, 
Yeah, like, I honestly missed I missed the twelve <laughs> men on the field. I until you brought it up and until we were like re-reviewing these games, that was when I first even saw it brought up. I totally missed that one. I'm sure they want as many people as possible. In oh, hundred percent. So yeah. bad. I mean, the game was <laughs> so, so good that no one's even really talking that's about true. it as much. But that's the thing. Like, let's say the Vikings didn't walk out with a win. That's a huge, like, even bigger than it is now. That like, they lost possibly because of that. Yeah. But they were able to still pull it off. Which I got Josh Allen threw another pick. What he had three turnovers. I think he had two picks OT, and then and that fumble. fumble. Wow. I don't know. It's just that's the part where I think Mahomes has separated himself from a guy like Josh Allen, where Mahomes oh, yeah. might make the mistakes, but Mahomes, if if you flip that script, and the Vikings just kick the field goal, and the Chiefs now get the ball. That's a touchdown. There's no doubt in my mind that the Chiefs are going down and scoring a touchdown. I agree. They've been. I mean, Mahomes has been my undisputed number one all year, regardless of what I've heard I feel about like Josh he's Allen. Not getting enough. As funny as it sounds, I'm probably the only person on in the world right now where to say he's not getting enough respect. No, not even. Close. I mean, even in the MVP races, we're seeing he is a favorite, but he's not that heavy of a favorite. They're talking about Tua and Jalen Hurts. I don't think they can hold a Come candle on. to That's him That's what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy to me. Like, I, I don't know. We're just too – we're, like, desensitized Tua to missed, Mahomes. like, three – I mean, it's it's the Bill Belichick conversation from before where he wasn't getting coach of the year because, hey, he's Bill Belichick. He's exactly. supposed to be the best. It's and, expected. Yeah, and now we're seeing where it's, like I – mean, it's the same as, like, Greg Popovich and some of the other guys we've seen, other coaches and other players. I mean, the Kobe Bryants when he was going out for MVPs and they were giving him to – Nash and Dirk, exactly. <laughs> Anyone that so, else, <laughs> exactly. So it's that it's that conversation, it's that argument, and I don't know. I'm just kind of disappointed. So I think I might be the only person on earth that's starting to see Mahomes as like this underrated guy. Like he he's almost even better than what the media is giving him credit for. Yeah, not not nearly enough talk about him. But again, I totally agree. It's just we've seen it for so long with him that it's almost expected. The only times you're going to be hearing about him now is when he does have that rare bad game yeah, 100%. that he hasn't had, I don't think, I, this entire dude, season. I know. With, with what? At receiver? Valdez, right. Scantling, Juju is like... Juju's uh, at least, you know, good. I mean, I'm so excited for Tony. Tony yeah. and Tony and, Tony and Hardman's a lethal duo. We'll see how Juju, you know, how bad the concussion is. I'd like to see Har- um, Tony just go full out Tony. Like, he's the guy. He's they the number one loose. receiver, and they just kind of go off of him. Even this week, he only had four catches. But every time the ball's in his hands, that guy is so explosive. It is absolutely insane to me. Yeah, Tony. So this week, going back to that, he had around 90 all-purpose yards and a touchdown. Ran a route on 42.5% of all their dropbacks. 14% target share. The weird thing for him is 7 yards per target, but 7.8 yards after the catch on all of this. I mean, dude, so you see just, Tony. That's the such a The only thing weapon. that scares me about Tony, is, that's a conversation I had with one of my friends actually this week, uh, you almost are just waiting for him to have one of those non-contact cuts where he just yeah. like cuts and he doesn't get back up. The uh, The way that guy cuts and the way he moves, both running routes and when he catches the ball, is absolutely insane. I don't yep. think I've ever seen somebody stop on a dime like him. Like Tyreek Hill was fast. Tyreek Hill was like leave you in his he's dust fast. He's definitely faster, but yeah. he's not more but elusive. But Tony's like, what is going Like I, I don't even know how that guy does it because he's bigger. He's, he's a big body, and you wouldn't big. give it to him when you like watch him on the field. I mean, you, you run him small. out of the backfield, he's like a running back exactly. straight up. Yeah, you got, the guy's a, he's just like a train. That guy's built like a tank. So yeah, I, I'm just interested to see what Kansas City can do with this guy as the season goes on. Very excited for that. Uh, into another surprisingly good game I'd say I mean everyone was all over Dallas thought Dallas was going to kind of handle business against the Packers, Packers even in Green Bay yeah. up to this game. <laughs> um, the Packers looked okay and Dallas did not look that good so you think mm-hmm. this was I guess the way I'd ask this question is you think this was more Dallas I guess what do you think who was more at play here who did, who did the result kind of gear more toward um, would you say it was more We've underestimated the Packers this season, or would you say it's more we've overestimated the Cowboys? 
I think that kind of two sides of the coin. It was a vintage Aaron Rodgers performance. 100%. Very the composed, one we've been waiting for, for six weeks. Minimal mistakes. You know, 224 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. On the other side of the ball, I think it was just the overall failure by the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I put the blame on them more than anything. I think I forgot what the exact stat was, but the big majority of their plays were all cover one, mm-hmm. and they got eaten alive by Christian Watson deep. Didn't adjust. But Watson had four catches and three of them were touchdowns? Yep, 107 yards. That's insane. And then at the end of that game, I don't get that. They chose not to to kick the 53-yard field goal. They go for it incomplete and let the Packers drive down and win it. I I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I it think seems it was like a stupid call to me. You let Brett, Brett Maher I'm kick it. I'm assuming analytics would have shown that if they got a first down on that play, that they basically won the game. I'm sure they would have. But. I'm sure that's what the, what the analytics said. And McCarthy's... The, Honestly, on my like shit list when it comes to co- coaches, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not a, a huge fan McCarthy, McCarthy fan. Yeah, me and you are about on the same page on him. Again, so. the refs did make a mistake. They missed a pretty bad pass interference on CD on third down. Of course, uh, leading up to that, just got completely tangled up. The guy grabbed what was the him. Dallas that you had um, on the fourth quarter. Oh, this was this was nuts. So yeah, I mean, the game was pretty close, and then you know by the time we were in entering the fourth quarter, Cowboys had that 28 to 14 lead. It looked in control. Defense was finally getting stops. So, including playoffs all time, Dallas was 195 and wow. 0. 195 wins, no losses when they entered the fourth quarter with a insane. lead of at least 14 points. If, you're, if you bet on them that game, you're like, oh, this is easy money. You obviously don't know the stat, but no, 14 no, points, one quarter. That. Part of me, if I, I wish the announcers would have said something like that, I feel like I would have yeah. thrown all my FanDuel money right at the Packers immediately. When <laughs> you would like have, for one. sure. It's just like set up Play for contrarian. It. Exactly. No, that's disgusting. 195-0, yeah. and 0, and they just got their first. To the Green Bay, an offense that's looked horrible. Do you think Green Bay has any chance of making the playoffs? Four and I, six. I guess, yeah, they have a chance. I don't want them to. I don't want to watch them in the playoffs, honestly. No, I don't want to watch them at all, <laughs> but, I mean, it is what it is. Right, they definitely have a chance. You, when you got the, the NFC, so the Rams thing has been surprising. The Rams totally exploded or imploded. I don't know how you want to say that. Yeah, but uh, Cooper Cup might be done for a while. I don't know. McVay came out and made it sound like Cooper Cup's leg was being amputated in the, <laughs> in the locker room. Doesn't sound good. So doesn't, doesn't look sound good. good. Doesn't look good. Just for them to come out like an hour later and say he missed yeah. any major injuries. Yeah. So it it's looks like, like it's going to be like a what sprain type thing. High ankle sprain, yeah. something. So I, everyone initially assumed after McVay's conference that it was a broken ankle, a broken leg, a torn Achilles, something bad. I mean, that goddamn pass by Wolford was so stupid. Bro. That was such a hospital ball. I, I I'm, was still in disbelief. Disbelief. <laughs> I'm still in disbelief. I'm still in absolute disbelief. That I saw that. Part of me was saying just get Cup out. If Stafford's not in, just take Cup out, though. For no reason. Yeah. For no logical reason, just take him out. They were down what at that point? 14? I think something. they were, in theory, still in it. But In theory. If, everyone, if anyone other than Wolford's your quarterback, yeah, you're in it. Even Colt McCoy. Right. But... I don't know. I, I I don't know what's going on in Los Angeles, but that pick that the Lions got for Stafford looks a lot better right now. I think right now that's the eighth overall pick going into the draft. Yeah, I think it is. Which is absolutely insane. And then quick, we can jump into also a big headline, a lot of controversy. Jeff Saturday. Oh, man, I love it. I had a <laughs> feeling. Saturday. We talked about this on Sunday morning. Yep. Jeff Saturday, especially when the Matt Ryan start was announced. I was like, all right, I think the Colts could, could do something. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to come out hot and do something crazy. But Jeff Saturday bringing the actual quarterback back in, not going with, uh, what was his name, Ellinger, who Ellinger. we see has shown absolutely nothing in two weeks. Ellinger is what we thought he was, exactly. basically. <laughs> so he lets Matt Ryan back, and he does what we've been waiting for the Colts to do all season, 
part of it was health based, but whatever. Let Jonathan Taylor be the Colts. Yeah, be a run first. Yes, team. they will go as far as Jonathan Taylor takes them. And the better Jonathan Taylor is, the better Matt Ryan is, because Matt Ryan is predicated on that fake the handoff, play action, roll out, and pick up wide open receiver because everyone and their mom thinks Jonathan Taylor's running. And that line is a lot better run blocking than they are pass blocking. Yes, no they doubt fall about apart in the shambles anytime. They're but trying that's to where pass. you can kind of the play action is kind of like the ultimate cheat code. Yeah, for a crap O line and a it's like an X average to below average quarterback. Like I mean. It's huge to see them pull it out 25-20. I mean, it's not even like Pittman was super involved. You know, 7 for 53. Paris Campbell went off 776 yeah. and a touchdown. But honestly, I love the Colts' defense. I think that's a really solid unit that doesn't get talked how about enough. How good is the Colts' defense and how bad are the Raiders? The Raiders are bad, but when you're, you're able to do a one-on-one in the end zone for the game and Stephon Gilmore is able to break it up and not let Devontae Adams catch it, I think that's just like, that's great I think defense. the Raiders' offense is two players and that is no, Raiders it's are bad. Jacobs and They're Adams. They're two and, and seven for it. a reason. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, hundred percent. But I I'm do just, like. I guess that I'm defense. mind boggled as how bad the Raiders are. And you see the comments post game where Devontae Adams was saying he thinks some guys are. I don't know if it was not taking it seriously <laughs> enough or up just the not, cleats or something. Yeah, basically it was something of saying like the guys just don't don't care, don't care enough. Oh, he's probably not used to that shit coming. Yeah, from I mean, Green why did he leave Green Bay? And he went back right. to Oakland like he had a chance. Or, I mean, sorry, back to uh, Las Vegas. Vegas. Might as well be in Oakland. Honestly, sorry, a new team over there. Yeah, I don't even. know. But yeah, like you mentioned surprising that they're this bad last year in the playoffs this year they add chandler jones they add Devontae adams and they're two and seven i know what, what? yeah i know i agree i'm with you 100 percent. josh mcdaniels needs to get the boot i don't think he's an nfl coach this is the second time that he's literally exploded on the scene like he failed <laughs> two times as a coach like not they, they haven't been like minuscule failures either last one was with denver where he was just a total clusterfuck and he got nothing together yep. and now he comes to the raiders who like you said last year looked like they were salvageable i mean they don't they want to play them in the playoffs honestly they overall they might have played a better game than cincinnati when they got by cincinnati like, yeah. they ended up shooting themselves in the foot yeah but you thought someone like a josh mcdaniels comes in gives them some I guess something on offense. And then on top of that, you come in with uh, Devontae Adams and you bring a guy like Chandler Jones on defense. And everyone everyone and their moms thought the Raiders were going to be a 10 times better team than that. For sure. They should be. Yeah. I see no reason they wouldn't be, but here we are <laughs> looking yeah. at them. I don't even know. Very confused. Uh, I guess we can go over this game. Do you want to? I guess we the can talk about thing, the Lions. The funniest and Bears. thing that I want to mention, which is weird, is they come out and say Swift's pissed off. DeAndre Before this Swift, game? yeah. He said he's pissed off. How's he wanted to be more involved in the <laughs> game. What the heck was that? He didn't even look good. He had that one break for a touchdown. Yeah, but overall, he he, he, he was so average. Six carries for six yards? Yeah, six for six, but he had nine on the touchdown run. That means he had five God. carries for negative three yards. What a performance. What a performance. I don't know. Justin Jackson got carries. Uh, Jamal Adams looked by far the most dynamic running back of the three. So I'm... And then on the other side, the unspoken one. Oh man, nine for like thirty-seven. And then Herbert has ten for fifty-seven. But Herbert, why got does Chicago hurt. hate Herbert? I don't know. Or I really you, don't know. Do you think maybe Herbert's one of those like I don't know if Pollard's in the same grouping, but like one of those guys who couldn't can handle a work ho- workhorse type role, or the coaches just assume they can't handle a workhorse. I type mean, role? even if he can't handle that, give him like fifteen carries at least. Like make him the one to David Montgomery's two. Try it. I don't know if they're trying to like do this like some thunder lightning thing where David comes in and kind of like bounces off some people, kind of it's gets a little people stinging, and then here comes Herbert. The like only I'm... thunder and lightning is Fields <laughs> in, in that backfield. There's nothing else going on there. It's disgusting. Cole Komet, though, 
He went off. 74 Did yards, you see that two touchdowns? touchdowns. I didn't see it. You Bro, said it was, it was bad, It was right? hilarious. So <laughs> he's coming up, and he just, like, cuts on a regular post route. It was not, wasn't, like, some crazy, like, oh, my God, like, route. He just does a slight cut. And the Lions defender just follows the other guy slanting, so both defenders go one uh, way. So Komet's just kind of, like, hanging out wide <laughs> open, and Fields just bombs it open to a wide open I'm kind of surprised that they didn't, like – not hit him wide open, knowing the Bears. That's a oh, Bears like type of thing. Overthrows him. Just like well, starts running or showing something. decent accuracy. He's yeah. thrown some nice balls this season. Overall, he hasn't shown a great ability in the passing game, and I don't know if that's just a struggle with their coaching on like getting guys open. So now I don't know if that's more game plan schematics or if it's actual players. Yeah, like you got guys like Mooney, Claypool, Komet. So you have three good receivers, and they just can't. I don't know if they can't scheme them open or if the receivers aren't good enough to get open. I don't know either. I mean, they look better in the recent weeks, but they don't look good did just because Fields is running. Did you see the Hutchinson tackle on David Montgomery? I did not. Uh, Chicago got the ball to like the two, and they handed it off to David. David one cuts over to the right, and he's about to just like walk in the end zone. And Hutchinson dives across, like literally across body, probably across like three players, and clotheslines, like wraps Montgomery around the fucking head. Throws him over, <laughs> Pile like head up. over heels over. I know. I saw Hutchinson when we were at that like field thing. Oh man, field access. Yeah, 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 he's a monster. Yeah, he's like running his little you know warmups and shit. I'm hoping to see more from the guy, but last two games he's finally been showing some ability. So yeah. it's good to see him getting something together. I'm glad he's just not a bust. At, not yet. Not it's, wood, it was but, early to call him a bust anyway. So, but the other games, I mean, those kind of the ones we had. The most that we saw. Anything else you um, want to just bring up directly? Uh, one thing I'd like to bring up is the 49ers. That was a weird game. I don't know. I didn't it's, I didn't get any more confident in them after that first game. First quarter, I got so much more confidence in the Chargers. The Chargers yeah. felt like they could actually be a good team if Herbert had anybody to throw to. Like if anyone gets healthy. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, somebody come back and help this guy because it's literally all him right now. As much as I think Herbert hasn't been great, I think he needs at least a little bit of help from yeah. his receiving court. I think he's okay. Yeah. I think he's good, so not great. That was part one. Part two was Elijah Mitchell looks like a tank to yeah, where I'm almost hard. asking, like, the McCaffrey trade's kind of weird, but I get what they did. But does the McCaffrey trade kind of just, like, null and void Debo? It looks like McCaffrey literally just took everything Debo had left. Yeah, Debo's not really your your route runner. He's not a wide out that's going to go out there. No, and, his and, you perfect know, role was the toe. role that McCaffrey just took from him, which yeah. was like in the backfield and just out of the, the backfield catching X role. Balls. Exactly. And McCaffrey is fitting it perfectly. And now Debo is like the second weapon X type thing, which just doesn't. No, they got to figure out a way for sure to keep them you gotta both get, involved. But you got to get this guy more involved. They have way too prolific of an offense to be scoring 19 points. Like it doesn't even make sense. The more you can take the ball out of Jimmy G's hands or like, leave him to throw short passes the better off you are man i was at the He's point where i'd good. run wildcats to mccaffrey and just let debo run across him or something i mean put all three of them in the backfield and see what happens in elijah mitchell mccaffrey and yeah debo I you can just downfield that's if they could address that issue it'll make everything a lot easier but brandon Ayuk is not really scaring that so, many teams next year tom brady quarterback of san francisco I don't think that changes anything. Really? I feel like if Tom anything, Brady is they're... so much better than Garoppolo. As much I don't as... disagree. I just I think the problems lie deeper than the QB for that team. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Like I, down, I, like eighty percent of my blame is on Jimmy G. Right? Jimmy now. G. Sucks. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Hundred percent. Downfield, like what? What real threat do they have? Well, it should be Debo. Should be or Ayuk. But they're they're not using Debo. How maybe he's not capable of being used like that? I don't know. He should be. You think Debo can't be that deep threat? Not a deep threat. I just don't think he's like a 
You don't he's think he's like a wide receiver? I get what you're saying. He's polished. almost like a weird, like like a halfback type role. I yeah, get what you're saying. he's not gonna be like. He's not the guy who's gonna do like a, a a cut and lose you on the right. cut and catch a slant and take you to the house. I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, and then it leaves Ayuk, who's okay. He's good. Ayuk's an above average wide receiver, right? Which isn't saying. Much. And he made a few mistakes too last game. Fumble, dropped a touchdown pass. Kittle is kind of who I've been thinking he is the whole time. He's just kind of a blocker. He's not really. really I don't know. To me, Kittle. I don't think he's great. Really? To he's me, a great blocker. If there's the only tight end I put above Kittle is Kelsey. Technically speaking, like overall. offensively, overall catching, overall everything, just overall. I think he's the best blocking tight end, but I don't think he even comes close to Andrews, Kelsey. I don't know something about. I feel like they're just. I feel like everything stems back to Jimmy G. I feel like if that offense was opened into like a second. I guess they could they could hop into like this hyper speed if they had an actual quarterback, and then at that point we'd see guys like Debo get more more involved. We'd see guys yeah. like uh, Kittle get more involved. We'd see Ayuk have the games he's been having more or less, whatever. But I th- I think there'd be more consistency from those top guys. The inconsistency yeah. from guys like Kittle and Debo make me feel like someone else is to blame, and I don't want to blame Kyle Shanahan because I feel like he's one of those like offensive minds. But I'm starting to get to the point where. He's got to do a better job of getting these like beasts of offensive weapons that he has involved. No, I definitely agree on both of those points because Jimmy G holds them back. Uh, Jimmy 100%. G's not that good. He holds them back. But you know who Jimmy G is at this point. He's been there for a while, and you should know how to scheme your offense to be successful even with him. So you're saying and more they, blame on Shanahan than I, Jimmy G? Both, both get blame. Okay. I, I think Shanahan definitely deserves blame. I think I give him more credit than I should just because of what he has shown an ability to do. And I think the way that whoever they've thrown in as the running back has just been great, like boggles my mind. But then seeing what whoever their running backs are, seeing them leave San Francisco and still be good, points to the fact that maybe they're just good at identifying talent in the running back position. I, they definitely know how to identify talent. They've got these yard-after-catch monsters on the offensive side, but it's just so inexcusable to me to play with that good of a defense and you know not be dominating games how you should be. That defense is so good. Agreed. In, insanely good. Every position. They, I mean, Fred Warner, they showed that yeah. one um, uh, screenplay where he just takes like two steps back and takes like two steps to the left as he's like watching Eckler through a crowd of people. Yep. He's and the screen on guy. On the screen, exactly. When they toss the screen to Eckler, before Eckler even, Knew. I think, is aware <laughs> that that ball is about to touch his hands, Fred's there. Yep. Like it, I'm mind, He plays the position like we sitting at home think we can play the position. Like when we see the whole line shift and we're sitting at home on our couches and we're like, it's oh, like it's easy. a screen. This is easy. Yeah. He literally plays it out there like he's he's that guy. It's like he's sitting on his couch and saying, like, all right, this is a screenplay. Or like he's playing Madden and he saw you go into the screen folder before you picked your play. And he just he knows. He saw you, you click exactly. the button. <laughs> he saw the, the B button. <laughs> so uh, No, they're, they're a stack defense. And his name is escaping me now. Which Who one? is that linebacker that they have? Palomalu-esque oh, type man. player. Oh, man. Cool, 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 man. Hold on. I got to find it now. It's disrespectful not to search know, it up. Right? Uh, Hufanga. Yeah, there you Hufanga go. Hufanga had that pick to end the game. That was nasty. Yes, agreed. What a snag. But no, 49ers, I think we're on the same page on that. Um, Rams are last in the NFC West. Three and six, they They're suck. Done. They're done. Yeah. Cup's probably out for a while. Zach Ertz on the other side of the ball got why hurt even as bring well. Cup back? I'm a Cup owner in fantasy, and why would they even bring Cup I back? Wouldn't. I feel like it'd be insane. Yeah. But part of me also feels like they kind of know like it's this season and next season, and that's it. Like Jalen Ramsey isn't where he was. Aaron Donald can't do everything by himself. Stafford is showing signs of typical Stafford. 
Cooper Cup can't handle this workload anymore, and they can't integrate any running back or any other wide receiver. So it's starting to become like a. It's the same thing as Kyle Shanahan, where I'm starting to question McVay and seeing like, wh- yeah. how come you can't figure this? You gotta out? start asking. Questions. You are the offensive mind. You're the guy. Like no one was. You were like this golden boy that everybody wanted to be and wanted on their team. Like you need to figure this out asap. It's not like they're losing. Just you know, they're just losing games. No, they look horrible. But they're ugly. That. So everyone in the everyone on earth heard about the shoulder or the elbow injury to Stafford preseason. Yeah. Pitcher. Blah blah blah. How do you not have a better backup than this guy? Like, what? How is that the best backup they have? They couldn't have won and got one anywhere. I'm not. I'm they not might saying... have just been complacent coming into the year. I swear, off of Super Bowl, they're like, eh, we'll be all right. right. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Like we didn't switch that much. We and didn't we lose any pieces. players. We they didn't lose any Robinson. They lose a single player. I think so. They lost Von Miller. They did lose Von Miller. And you would think that's no big deal. Everyone Offensively, though? Oh, what's his name? OBJ Whitworth, and the offensive lineman. Yeah, they lost OBJ. Yeah, OBJ, you think, like, Allen Robinson oh, could slot OBJ in OBJ is turning into this, like, hot commodity, insane wide receiver that everybody and their moms wants. Want I'm curious to see what he actually signs with. Well, they're saying, what, three years, 60 million deal. So he's going to get a n- nice deal coming off of that just because of how wanted he is. The Cowboys want him. The Giants want him. He's a name. He yeah, sells I mean, jerseys, if anything. I feel like this also, that cup injury might push the Rams more into contention and they might want to throw more money than they initially wanted to at OBJ. Where I think the Rams Possible. are... Thinking, but I also don't see why a guy like OBJ will go to a team like the Rams where they're done in year 30. Yeah, I would definitely... I'd probably go Packers over them at that point just to see... Really? If have I'm, some kind of chance. If I'm OBJ, I'm going back to New York. That'd be nice too. I, I could know. use them They there. don't have a singular receiver that's worth a grain of salt. Slayton's okay. Yeah. He's not bad. Sure. He had a good touchdown. Yeah, Shepard's nice, nice run. too. And yeah, when he's healthy. <laughs> even without the ACL, he's about the same value as Slayton to me. I don't know. Not a huge fan of any of their wideouts. No, they're not good by any means. They're just probably the I worst also don't know. I don't core. know if OBJ is like this guy. You know what I mean? Like, mm, I think yeah. I can name 10 wide receivers who I'm comfortably saying are better than OBJ right oh, now. Oh, until he touches the field, I can name him Even 50. on the field. Even on the field. I can name 50 right now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The three uglies. One ugly, the Rams. The second ugly, the Saints. And the third ugly, the Broncos. Those are the three ugliest right. teams in football right now. You hate the Saints that much? They're just trash. I, I love the Saints. I want to like the Saints so bad. I, I love, love Olave. I love the Taysom Hill gadget thing is funny. I think it's cute. You can yeah. do some stuff with that. They don't even and do Alvin Kamara is supposed to be one of the best running backs in football. And what Look they like have hell. to show for it is 10 points against the Steelers. 20 to 10 against the worst offense. And I think the Steelers Worst are team, the, probably. the next ugly, if you want to go on that list. I think that list should be like 10 teams, not five. But the Steelers' saving grace is TJ Watt when he's healthy in the defense. That's the only reason yeah, they're not one of the defense. three. You know what I mean? No, yeah, for sure. I guess the uglies also like have to be really bad. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Pittsburgh, <laughs> on both sides. I, I, Pittsburgh's checking all the boxes. They're very bad. It's just the fact that they beat the Saints, I guess I pushed the Saints into that spot instead. Do Andy you Dalton. value Sutton anymore? Do I value Sutton anymore yeah, with Judy out? Judy out. No. Because I, it doesn't matter who Russ is throwing to. He can't throw to anyone. I think Sutton has some sneaky flex value going forward, at least for a couple of weeks. He did all right. He had six for six. Did you gamble. see his catch? You see I his face? Not. He had a beautiful He was like falling face down, like falling forward, and Russell missed him totally. And he reaches his hand out like to the right side and scoops a ball, like palms it down, and then like it was it was a gorgeous He's catch. He's very good. I just... That offense, I mean, Judy's I good it. too, but they can't get anyone involved. What about so, Westbrook Ekine on the no, Titans? I, I, anyone that Tannehill's throwing to, I don't Two care. touchdowns. Ah, okay. They he couldn't get A.J. Brown involved, bro. Do you not understand that? that no, is no, no. This guy has a game every year, though. Westbrook Ekine. 
He goes off one game a year. The Tennessee Titans could not get A.J. Brown the ball. He was okay. A.J. Brown was an average receiver in Tennessee. I mean, he his stat line looked average. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, A.J. Brown was freaking Zay it's Jones. It's a heavy run team. Tannehill's not that good. That's what it's I'm impossible. saying. So, uh, I don't care about any receivers in Tennessee, personally. No, I agree. If Robert Woods can go from pretty damn good to uh, is even on that team anymore, that tells you everything. Dolphins? Uh, this is going back to how you said you do like them. I didn't rank them, but they killed the Browns at home. I like the Dolphins a lot. I always liked them. The defense got a lot better with the Chubb trade. I think in the run game, they got 10 times better with a guy Jeff like Jeff Wilson. Wilson. That I mean, guy's the man. Me and you have been all over him. That's part of the reason I was so surprised that you didn't rank the Dolphins as much as you did. I love everything Miami-related I guess right I now. was like waiting to see if they would really give him the keys over Moster, but it looks like Moster is the change of pace guy, and Jeff is like the bruiser back. He's the workhorse. Jeff's just better. I mean, he Jeff, is better. They had near the same volume, and Jeff just did so much better. This week he had a much more though. Okay. Uh, he had 17 carries for 119 and one couple catches. I think Mostert clocked out at like nine carries. And he had the touchdown. He had he did have the touchdown though. He did sneak one in there, didn't he? Mostert, Mostert had one as well. Yeah. Didn't Mostert have a touchdown? I know Jeff scored a touchdown. Uh, knowing the Dolphins, they have many to give. I know away, Hill had a so. nice <laughs> Hill had a nice two yard slant for a touchdown. That was, I'm, it was good to see him get involved there. Yeah, Hill had a relatively quiet game for him. I feel like we always expect him to break like 100 receiving yards. Yep. He only had 44. Yeah, Mostert had that rushing. He did. Oh, he had eight carries for 65 and one touchdown. So and Mostert looks effective too. Yeah, so Mostert's it's really good. To, it's I guess interesting if you have either guy. I'm I'm comfortable flexing either one. But Jeff Wilson is getting into the RB2 lock range. He's the guy. I'm yeah. glad he got out of there. Got traded. Me too. I mean, you were saying that. Oh, I mean, we talked about Tony. Talked about Mahomes, the Chiefs. Seahawks showed that they're not the team. And San Fran did enough to win an ugly game against the Chargers. San Fran's taking that division, no question in my mind. I don't know. I no feel like I, I can't say I saw a better performance from either of them. I don't know. Either I feel like beating the, the Chargers is always better than losing to the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, to me, have looked average yeah, to below average all year. That was like 50% of the Chargers. They have like six, seven guys out on defense. Agreed. No Keenan, no they Mike. Two big guys out on offense. Like, I don't disagree. That shouldn't have been close. They were at home, weren't I they? Agree. Were they in San Fran? Mm, yes, I think so. Oh, God. yeah, that should have been. So neutral done. field right now. San Fran and Seattle are playing. Who do I'm you have? Seattle. I think that's the For craziest sure. thing you said. I think they're more balanced. Episode. When do they play? Have they played yet? Yeah. Are they playing a guy? San Francisco <laughs> destroyed them last time they played. Did they? Yeah, I think Let it was like a row. I got to see this. I'm pretty sure it was a route. It was like week three or something. I mean, a lot of things changed since then. I don't know. I'm just not in love with the 49ers. I didn't see anything from them that's like... I think the 49ers have way too much talent on defense and offense to not beat a team like Seattle, who's a cute story, but that's about it. Okay, 27-7. to That's yeah. what it was. Like I said, a cute story. Geno Smith, anytime he's played a defense, has done nothing. That was with Penny still in there, not Walker. Whatever. Walker, when... Walker looked amazing against the Buccaneers. And Walker's uh, yeah. my boy. No, the Bucks. they got a few guys back on the defense. It's a really good defense. I think it's a hard team to play against. I don't disagree. I'm just saying Seattle looked like children against men Oh, December 15th. I'm right now comfortable. I, I, In Seattle. I'm betting San Fran right now. I, do I'd now? even give them a touchdown. I don't even think you have the lines. on both sides of the I don't board. think you can even have the lines. <laughs> yeah. December 15th in Seattle. We're definitely talking. Maybe, maybe we do a jersey bet. That'd be an interesting one. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm down for that. All right. You guys can tune in, especially to our TikTok. If Mine's you gonna see be that. a Pete Carroll jersey, though. What? Carroll ninety nine. I'm not. I'm not doing that. No, that's not. That's not allowed. You get out of here, though. That's garbage. But whatever. 
Um, so that kind of is it for our review, guys. Really um, make sure you keep tuning in to the pod and check out our TikTok. Panthers um, and Falcons both suck. We missed that one. As always. <laughs> this is the Instant Offense Podcast.